is this a video podcast as well or nope just audio just audio okay gotcha just audio okay. but i do like to see like people's faces you know yeah it, f- it feels more like a conversation i feel you one time i <laughs> did do one where the other one was like in the dark and i was just like dude i feel like i'm talking to myself <laughs> <laughs> but you you look great you you got like this black turtleneck on you're very like, sophisticated <laughs> i feel like like steve jobs <laughs> thank you yeah very professional very <laughs> professional you just got back right from hawaii I did. Yeah. I, so I flew like right after my finals were done, I flew straight from New York to Maui and then back to California for Christmas. And then now I'm here. Are you from Hawaii or are you from mm-hmm. where? Oh yeah. So I grew up, I grew up both uh, like bi-coastal Maui and California. I love that you said bi-coastal, that that's the bi-coastal life. That's right. so good. Yeah. As opposed to like, like East and West coast. Yeah. I guess I've like spanned the length of the United States now. So. <laughs> so jealous do you go back to hawaii every year yeah yeah a few times a year i'll usually go like spring break summer just like usually when when breaks happen i fly over with my parents and just you know get a little a little reset a break from the city it's nice it truly is and in california too just can't get enough yeah <laughs> so right now it's like freezing out do you hate the cold are you like you know i'm i I don't know what it was. I used to be so like one of those people who just opposed their environment at any given point. Like like growing up in Maui in California, I'd be like, I hate the heat. Like I, I love being cold and I'd always set my room to like like super low AC. But now I'm just kind of I don't really care. I, I, I tend to just be a, a bit of a chameleon with my environment. But I don't know. I, I don't love it. I, I I can bear the cold when it's not super windy mm-hmm. or I don't know. Wind is like my number one enemy. That's the only type of weather that actually really gets on my nerves. It's the worst. Like, yeah. It's the absolute worst. You just go out with a big jacket. Yeah. Well, in Maui, like wind gets really bad over there in the summer because it's like like hurricane season and the weather is just a nightmare. So wind in any at any given point. But I don't know. Rain doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't when, bother me. When you grew up in Hawaii, did you do like the whole typical grow up and learn how to surf or did you just like grow up learn how to cook yeah we're diving uh, i didn't really learn how to cook growing up honestly i kind of that was like a more recent development um i mean you know just the tip of, i was more did like scuba diving than surfing i wasn't like a super duper active kid but i love being underwater um so yeah that was more my thing scuba diving it's such a oh mm-hmm. my god Yo, yeah i got I got certified when, like, the the week I turned 10, because you have to be, like, 10 years old to get your scuba diving certification. That's... The week I turned 10, I, like, took my test and flew over to Maui uh, with my dad to, so great. to, like, do the certification dives and stuff. It was super fun. Wow. Now you could just put that in, like, dating profiles. <laughs> I know. <laughs> put it on my resume. That's so cool. Did you... Are you... Do you go to Japan often too? I feel like you just like no. back and forth. Like I that. no, no, no. I, I've only been to Japan twice when I was like in my early like early tweens, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I went two years in a row with my parents. Yeah, but I am planning on studying there next year for study abroad in Tokyo, which I'm really excited about. So That's amazing. I will be back, yes. You can't stay put. 
Nah, I, <laughs> you know, I had I had too much like sedentary lifestyle growing up, and like between California and Maui, it was just so slow paced. I was like, I don't know. The second I I left the nest, I was like, you know what? I need to just do a complete one eighty and oh. start hopping around the world. Is there? anywhere else that you want to go i mean you're taking on new york right now which is pretty good yeah everything that you've been putting i don't out. know you know a lot of people that's kind of like the first question i i i'm ever asked is like do you see yourself staying in new york because apparently people don't don't end up living here very often very long but i kind of do i don't know i really like it i feel like i'm i don't know i'm not like a really fast-paced person per se like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like a super high energy person i'm kind of like a, a little bit of a lug but in that sense that you know being in an environment that's so opposite to me it like fuels me in a way to be more active and more productive and i don't know i, I feel like it's it's a good energy cycle um whereas you know before it was just like me being a low energy slow person mm-hmm. old soul in a low energy slow paced environment it didn't really i don't know for me it, it didn't add up so That's... i really like the faster pace i'm happy i got out here and i i really do see myself in new york if if not new york a place like new york you know for the rest of my life that's usually the case with the west and east coast the west side's a little mm-hmm. slower and tamer and the east coast it's just go 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 but yeah. i even though I've been here for quite some time, I have came across your videos and I was like, oh, this place, I have never, I've never tried this place before. And so I have been going to like the spots that you've been. Oh, out. really? Yeah. On like the food crawls? Yeah. What do you think? Like, like through Chinatown, like exploring some Chinatown? I've been areas, Chinatown or... every week. And usually it's when I walk by the spots, I'm just like, on my way to either getting a haircut or on my way to go to my friend's house. But all the spots that you've mentioned are on the way and I've stopped by them now, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> that's kind of, I, you know, that's how I found most of them. I just kind of like would get bored and go down on the train and say, you know, I'm just going to walk around. And obviously there's a lot of places in Chinatown with like pretty big reputations and like they're pretty famous. So there's a few that stand out, but yeah, that for the most part, I would just waddle around Chinatown and like find a place that looked cool and stop in and film it. But um, yeah, I was actually I was down there yesterday. I went to Fuzhou Fuzhou for the first time, which is really fun. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I brought home extra dumplings to make soup with. <laughs> oh yeah, because you can buy like a pack, and it's like really, it's not bad at all. No, I, yeah, I never even bother with like the store bought frozen dumplings anymore. Always mm-hmm. go down to Chinatown. I, I'm still on my frozen dumpling kick, but like for holiday parties or like birthday parties when they like, so me and my friends after like a night out, maybe at a bar or a restaurant or even a club, we'll do the afters at their, their house or someone else's house. And somehow if it's like back at my house, I, save the night with like frozen dumplings for some odd reason because it's just so easy yeah that can really like that's a, the perfect nightcap is just you know a pack of dumplings ah, man all those <laughs> nights i can remember <laughs> that's really cool are you in you're in the city right now you're in manhattan yeah i'm in i'm in midtown midtown we love mm-hmm. midtown 
<laughs> it's 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 a little haunted. I I do really like it though. I mean, I am so spoiled. Like everything is. I don't know. I walk down to the end of my block, and I'm at a train station. I can go anywhere in the city. Like it's it's really nice in that way. You know, it's super easy to get around. Everything's pretty much walking distance, if not on a train. So it's I'm I'm really fortunate. I. I I'm not going to complain, but I am dangerously close to like Times Square. <laughs> so, oh man, Times Square. Easy. It's haunted. It's haunted, but I still love Times Square. As weird as that sounds, you're not. Right. You're not going to believe this, but like, it does sound a little weird. It it is I, my. No, my my friends asked me like what I did for New Year's, and I did Times Square. You did, <laughs> and you made it out alive. Your face is so what? funny right now. Explain that experience to me. I no. don't think I could ever withstand something like that. Oh, it's I didn't do the whole the whole like diaper thing or whatever. I didn't go in the whole midst of it. My <laughs> parents just got a hotel. My my parents just came. Oh, out OK. Yeah. And they just wanted to hang out with me. That was just the tame thing. It's yeah. insufferable. No, like even walking, walking through the streets in like mid-December or early December is just like, I can't stand it. I, I lock myself in my apartment. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> it is so, it gets so crowded. It is such a nightmare. So smelly. I thought that you'd be <laughs> more closer downtown, but. No, I, I spend, I spend a fair bit of time downtown, but not midtown. Cause I'm, I go to Fordham mm-hmm. up at Lincoln Center. So. I just, you know, look for an apartment around there. So I'm walking distance from school, which is nice. I've never asked anyone this on the show, but because yeah. I I don't usually get college students, but what are you studying at Fordham? I'm studying visual arts. You're in the heart of it, baby. Like what? Yeah. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you go to like a bunch of, do you, do you go to any of the plays? I've never been to any of the theaters up there. I've been, I haven't actually, I really meant to go to like the ballet and everything mm. they have up at Lincoln Center. I somehow haven't managed yet. Um, but I've seen, I mostly go to like plays around my school or my mom loves going to plays whenever she comes into town. So she mm. always parts me around, but you know, I'm mostly up there for school. That's crazy. I That I've, all my years living here, I've never been to like any of the, like the Playbill stuff, any of the like, Go in. I've never seen Wicked. I'm like really, I've seen Wicked. Was it fourteen times the last time I saw it? Wait, I've seen what? It, like somewhere around 14, 15 times. Yeah, that's like I don't know. I don't know if that like even a lot of my friends know that about me, but I'm like <laughs> I'm like an absolute Wicked nerd. Like anytime I'm feeling down, I listen to the Wicked soundtrack front to back. Like it's just it's me. Whoa. But yeah, yeah. I've been I've been seeing Wicked since I was like super little. We we love a stand.
Hey everyone, it's Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Desire. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. Rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Desire is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Jeremiah is a content creator, food photographer, restaurant reviewer, and cook. You can learn a lot from his breakfast, lunch, and dinners, the udon, the bento boxes, the makases, the onigiris, the ramen, the dumplings, the homemade bagels, DIY hand rolls, the udon, and don't let me get started with all the sandwiches, the waffles, the pancakes, added fruit to almost everything. Jeremy makes being an NYC college student look like cake. I wish I had a friend who was a cook like that in college, but I'm just getting started on my food journey. It's never too late. Morning person, just like me, enjoying the fruits of his labor. Please welcome Jeremiah to wear many hats. Whoa, <laughs> that was so cool. You made me sound way cooler than I actually am. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> really? It, it, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you've been doing. I mean, these days, social media really just heightens a lot. But mm. I feel like I feel like you're you're doing a lot of things that people want to do, especially eating all these amazing foods. Mm -hmm. Food is pretty, it's like, I don't know, a, a few years ago, you know, it was like a lot of makeup and fashion and stuff that was taking over, you know, media. Mm -hmm. I feel like now I, I feel like it's really shifted into food and food content and food creators. That's kind of what's getting the most like mainstream coverage and most viral coverage online, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All the friends that we've had on the show that are just cooks at home, don't work at a right. restaurant. They're like the best. It's like, I have realized that when it's not your like day job, I guess you could say, or like the number one thing, it makes things like a lot easier because you don't really have to, you know, these days people are saying that you don't need to capitalize on your side projects. And I think that's what makes and people should know that. And that's what makes doing all these things that you do a lot more fun. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm sure. I don't know if you're gonna be running a restaurant anytime soon. I mean, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But um, you know, I feel like to add on to that, I feel like a lot of the appeal of, you know, being like a content creator at home in the internet era, it's like a lot more the appeal is a lot more um natural mm -hmm. in a way and i feel like showcasing that online feels a lot more relatable to some people or more um like intuitive or engaging because they they feel more connected to it you're not watching someone on a on, a, on the food network do, you know doing like in a studio kitchen doing all this stuff and teaching you how to cook it's it's like you know a reflection of yourself in the content that you see online so I feel like it's a lot more inviting and a lot more accommodating to viewers like that. It's out of the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm there sort of just, just watching it. It's, it's <laughs> like the overhead shots. It's just like, you could just do this at home and mm -hmm. it makes me want to do it. It's funny. These it's funny now. A lot of people such as myself, we used to go out and eat all the time. Right. And now we're in our era of like making food at home. The thing is, like, I love the dishes that I make at home, but I won't, 
I'm not there at like, I w don't want to story this. I don't want to put it online, but I have seen my friends do it and it's the easiest thing ever. And to mm -hmm. showcase it, I'm like, wow, this makes you happy to showcase like this simple meal prep that you just did. But to to share it online, that that, that to me, I don't know. It's like, do you, I I couldn't do that. I, I feel like I would have to be on like master level in order. Not it's just like not like pe peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but like all the stuff that people are making now these days, it's like really like my friends aren't making. They're kind of stuff that you can make at home, but it's just like with a twist or like they elevate it. Yeah. You know, I feel like a big part of that is just I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it, it like I feel like it's a, a piece of human nature to be a little nosy and like you always kind of want to know what people are up to like food mm. is a big part of everyone's life and it's kind of fun to see what other people are cooking up or what what flavors they go for or you know what they do in their day-to-day -day, just like super boring stuff i think you know all of it is like it can be really interesting to see just like slices of other people's life when i looked at your stuff there are things that i still haven't tried not because i I just don't like it, but I'll definitely go out of my comfort zone to try. Like, I don't usually, I don't eat pork and I don't eat spam. And all my friends love spam and all the spam mm -hmm. dishes you make. <laughs> they do make, they make like a turkey spam. Ooh. I don't consider in my head, I know I'm Hawaiian. I'm going to get like crucified for saying this, but <laughs> I spam is not, I don't register it as like meat or like a protein, you know? I read just, it's in my head. It's, it's on par with like, like, I don't know, pancetta or something. It's like, Ooh. it's there for flavor. You're not eating it for like, you know, because it's meat. I like I'll, I'll add little bits of spam to fried rice or something. Cause it adds like a salty, you know, that, but I'm not going to eat just like a lump of spam on a plate. I, I can't wrap That's, my head around that. <laughs> so yeah, not my thing either, but I love that. You compared spam to pancetta. It's like well, it's like very similar <laughs> if you think about it. Imagine you go into a party and the charcuterie board is like at the end of the <laughs> board is spam. spam. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really. I mean, I my friends will love that. Honestly, that would actually be sick. I want to do that now. <laughs> yeah i I love that when I look at your stuff, it's making me now go to a bunch of, there's like obviously a new restaurant opening up every day in New York. Okay. And, um, and a lot of new things that I haven't tried, but say like yesterday over the weekend, I went to pop-up bagels, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Dude. They're so good. Okay. That's one of the, one of the very few places I would say like absolutely lives up to the hype. Like, like they went viral, viral everyone is like even still like months later people are still talking about it but those bagels are very good they're bomb they're absolute bomb they made me actually do the whole like okay so like i you know pre-ordered them the next day i got my phone out just like film the line go inside have the guy like hand it to me like still filming come out film the line and then just like i had to go all the way down to I ordered it for my friend's family and, and me as well. And the walk all the way down to Chinatown, it actually kind of pushes you to make this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. 
I haven't <laughs> chopped it. I haven't chopped it up yet and like did the whole thing and do the narration or whatever, but it's it's it feels funny. so cinematic, right? It does. It feels so cinematic. And they know, like the people behind the bar, they know like they kind of have to not not be on their best behavior, but like they know like they're this could end up somewhere. Mm. And so they're all participating in the video too. And I'm not a content. Right. They're like <laughs> they're like characters. They're like characters, right? It's it's funny because my friends that were like anti making all these videos, they're now turning their heads and they're like, oh, I actually love making reels now. I'm like, dude. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like there's a lot of, I don't know, like a lot of judgment around, mm. you know, people would say like, eh, it's so cringe. You're making t- like like artsy TikToks or whatever. Like people would do that a couple of years ago, but I feel like it's so normal now that, you know, there's not really as much judgment around it. And people are just like, this is actually kind of cool. You can make things really beautiful and cinematic and and document stuff online for anyone who wants to see it. Exactly. And I wouldn't have found it if it didn't just like popped up one day on on the feed or like my friend showing it to me and my friend's family that I brought them to, they're like, this is the best bagel I've had in a long time. Like they couldn't wrap their head around it. And I was just like, it felt like I saved the day and like we all live here and it's just I I still am trying to like, and I'm not really that much in the know. Like, I just feel like I try to push back a lot, but just knowing that Papa Bagels is there and like the bagels that you made, dude, they look crazy too. Protein bagels? Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people recently have been, have been like recreating that recipe. I feel like protein is another kind of buzzword Mm. online, you know, that a lot of people are paying attention to right now. So. Is there is there a post that starting from like the beginning of your like career of food posting was there a post that like kind of broke the internet Kim K style that like <laughs> got, that Kim got K you style. like all the brand deals and you were like honestly oh, no that. like like my my growth has been like very. Uh, not really linear, but very consistent. It ha- I haven't gone from like zero to a thousand, zero to six thousand, whatever, um, overnight. It hasn't been like that at all. It's been you know very steady, very steady growth. Uh, I don't know for some reason like I have no problem with it because I I do have like the ratio of engagement. If we want to get into like the technical stuff, the ratio of engagement is actually like really really good for my my account number, like my my the numbers my. Account. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people who end up going viral, they get like a million followers and then no one ends up like seeing their stuff anymore because no one actually cares. Right. They just went, you know, it's not like an invested thing. So I feel like, you know, I don't know, that may have come off as like really big headed, but I, I think <laughs> I'm just trying to say like, like it's been very, like very consistent, slow growth, like over the past however long, I've been, like year-ish that I've been it- doing it. Is there a favorite meal that people have been like saving that you know off, off the dome? A lot of people have been loving the soups. Like the soups have been getting crazy likes for some reason. It's just hitting the algorithm. I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite soup? You've got a lot. Okay, honestly, I never really loved soup until recently. I don't know what it, it maybe it's just because I like I'm living in a colder climate now, but um 
you know, there are like the obvious staples of like like miso soup mm-hmm. you can quite literally never go wrong with. Um, you know, I don't even know what else, but I don't end up because you know, there's a lot of like bisques or like like onion soup or whatever. Right. I just like I feel like making soups out of random stuff and just putting random things in it and making it, you know, this is a soup out of things that I made. It, that is like the big appeal to me because like you can't really, there's nothing you can't throw in a pot of water and make into soup. No. So I literally did it last night. I was like just freestyling the leftover dumplings. Um, I added just like some soup stock, a bunch of vegetables and some extra noodles and the dumplings and it like became its own thing. It wasn't like a, a specified type of soup. So that's, you know, one of my favorite things. Same with like salad. You know, you can put anything in a salad and make it into something cool. Oh yeah. So the secret to a salad is a salad ball. The secret to a salad is dirty, like knowing how to dirty it up, or else it like it'll be too. I have this like philosophy that like every salad needs something to dirty it up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, or else it's too virtuous. So, <laughs> so like I did. Oh, what did I do the other day? I did like. You know those like shrimp chips. Oh yeah, I love. I that. threw those. I threw some shrimp chips in my salad just for fun. Let's go. Um, I did a scallion pancake the other day as well. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and just chop it's like it a up. Totally blank canvas. It's like you don't have to follow a structure. No. You know of like whatever you can just like make it whatever you want. No rules. No rules. Mm-hmm. Was there like a cookbook that? you started out with that you were just like let's go no i've never you know i have a few cookbooks and i have some more like like i had some more growing up but i kind of just kept them for the pictures like i I don't think i've ever followed a recipe from a cookbook in my life or even a recipe online i'm so like like i cannot be bothered like measuring things out like that all the time or like I, I can't help myself from like adding something in, you know, last second or changing the recipe. So I just don't even bother like looking at it. But no, I think cookbooks, I feel like a lot of people look to cookbooks more so nowadays as just like, like a reference point inspiration or something mm-hmm. they can build off of anyway. So maybe it's something I can get into. Whoa. Has anyone or your friends told you to uh, make a little zine or so? Like friend who gets the show and everything Alex cooks, she makes a great zine. Mm-hmm. For all of her recipes and stuff just yeah. for a short period of time you know not really but all of my parents friends like every time i, I go home and see them they're like so when are you making a cookbook when when can i have a signed cookbook <laughs> they like tease me about it so maybe i'll have to do that someday just to spite them that's that's sweet of them that they know yeah there's yeah no, uh, no my friend my parents friends are all so cool like they all they all follow me yeah, they're all they're all up to date. They all started. They all have been day ones from the beginning of your journey. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then I've, I've always just like gotten along with older people. So oh. My parents are pretty old. My parents are both in their sixties, like mid sixties. So, I mean, for my I'm twenty one. So, like, that's a pretty big, you know. Yeah, and I've always just gotten along with my parents. And they always treated me as their kid as well. And it's just mm-hmm. like a really tight community. What just pushed you one day to like wake up and start creating? So it's kind of hard to answer because I started, I didn't start on Instagram and I didn't start 
like creating creating i started mm. on twitter whoa posting things on like like food twitter or whatever and it was mm. it was absolutely not anything near what it was what it is right now it's it was not you know with the intention of like keeping everything very uniform it was more just like a food a food log type thing that i would post online and right we had like a little community on twitter and then um it just kind of like that was in my freshman year of college i had we were like it was super super snowy the weather was awful we were locked inside and i was like i i stumbled upon like like a bunch of different cooking youtube videos and i something compelled me to just order um this like electric hot pot thing mm. on amazon for my dorm room and i was like you know this is a hot surface i can cook things on it i'm just gonna start cooking shit in my dorm room and so i did that and then started posting it on twitter and people started catching on like you're cooking all this up in a dorm like in the the dorm itself like what um and then so after like that summer i i moved home to california and i just kind of took on all these baking projects i recorded maybe one or two of them just for fun to put on tiktok like not not trying to make it a thing and they obviously like nothing really happened from that i was just doing it for fun mm -hmm. um but then i uh, after that summer, I moved back to New York and then I got really sick. So then I moved back home again that fall. And then I started uh, recreate. I started like filming, you know, more extensive baking projects and cooking projects and posting them on TikTok, you know, with the intention of like making it more of like a creative thing. Um, and then, I don't know, things just kind of evolved from there. You're open about your health issues. I saw. I am now. Yeah, yeah. Recent, very recently, I kind of opened up about it. And did it all start in New York? What do you mean? Did it all start with you just had like, just like like once wrong, I moved here? Yeah, or like you had like the wrong foods and you just no. realized you had to change up the diet. No, you know, I it's something that I've struggled with like my entire life. I've I've hmm. struggled with OCD and. ADHD and anxiety like my entire life and you know it, the way that for me it's manifested has just kind of uh taken taken on many different lives like just throughout my life since I was you know you know the earliest I can remember is probably like five just like having um just awful anxiety but it's kind of you know it takes different forms in that like I was super 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 like depressive when I was like 12 and, you know, later on in my teen years, I was, you know, super, like, angry and super anxious and um, really manic. And, you know, as things, like, kind of flow through different cycles of life, it it started to manifest in more obsession and more and manifesting in, like, disordered eating behavior and, like, trying to, you know find uh, things to control in my life and and i don't know it's a really complex thing that's hard to like encompass in a, just a few sentences like that but um i would say like it's just been uh, like generalized anxiety that manifests in a bunch of different ways has been a thing you know since i was born and now it's all out like yeah, people know of, yeah and it's not you know it's not something i'm ashamed of so that's why it's not it wasn't like like the most difficult thing in the world to open up about, but it just felt like kind of, I don't know. It, it felt like just not something I wanted to do. 
just make public. But I think, you know, what I was starting to realize was that, you know, like, and I said this in my post, I was like, if anyone can relate to any single aspect of my story and that can help someone, you know, get themselves to a better place, just hearing that someone else has gone through something similar, there is so much more value in that being out in the world and being public knowledge than it being kept a secret. Right. Um, and I think, you know, it's uh, also really important to acknowledge that I'm still like it, like it's, it's a condition of mine, you know, like anxiety is a condition of mine and it's something I, I will be working on and working on bettering in different ways for the rest of my life. And so I think that it's important for me as well to, be more open about it because it helps me feel more comfortable in the fact that, you know, this is a part of my, um, my, how I'm composed. And this is what, you know, an aspect of my life that, uh, that will be there forever. And, you know, it's okay to be working on that forever. Everyone has like a different, you know, different struggles to work through in life. So. You announcing it online, that takes a lot of, I don't want to say balls, but like, it's brave for you to, to, it's risky it's it's risky because you know the response can be it like it could go either way it can be really positive or really awful thank god my the response was virtually a hundred percent you know really supportive and positive from everyone who saw it and i got a ton of dms of people saying like like sharing their stories with me and saying like thank you for sharing you know this makes me feel so much more comfortable in my journey and whatever so that was you know really that made me feel really good. That's what I wanted, you know, and that just kind of reaffirmed my stance, you know, that like my story would have a bit more value just being out there. Um, but yeah, you know, it could, I mean, even still hate on the internet is like a problem. It exists. And right. that was something I definitely factored into like my decision-making process of like how I wanted to go about opening up. Um, and I just kind of, I don't know, nothing really like naturally in me was holding me back in that way. I was like, I, I have never read a hate comment and like been offended by it. It's to me, I have, I feel like, it, you know, like I've grown, I've been on the internet long enough. Like I've grown up around it to just be like completely desensitized to anything. I Because it's on a, it's a screen. It's the internet. Like they can't hurt me. It, I don't know. For me, in my head, it just clicks like that, and yeah. I guess I'm I'm lucky in that way where I just like don't actually you know care a whole lot. Um, so I guess that removes uh, a layer of fear or uh, removed a layer of something that would be holding me back. There's a lot of trolls out there. Yeah, and I know that your post definitely helped someone out there for sure. Mm -hmm. I. A long time ago, when I was going through health issues, I thought that I could do the same to announce my issues or my troubles, but I still had to, there was something inside that was just like, you know, I'm just like keeping this under wraps. Yeah. And you know, that's like, that's a, com that's equally as valid as wanting to share your story. I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, you have that, um, you can have that autonomy and it's like, it is a very private thing for, you know, most people, probably like 99% of people don't right. really want the whole world knowing about their problems because, you know, in that way, it's just like, it, it can some, it can sometimes be just sort of, I don't know, trying like, I don't know, but it, 
for me, it was like that for a while too. And it wasn't something I had a problem with. I was like, this is a private part of my life. I don't feel like sharing it. And like, that's what it is. And, you know, up until a certain point, that's, you know, how I was comfortable. And then shifted. But it was, I think it was craft, craft. I think it was created craftfully. And like, you know, there wasn't a bunch of paragraphs. It was just like, it was easy to understand. Thank you. I did. Yeah, I, I wanted to make it, you know, more so just like kind of opening up the conversation right. so that I have, you know, space to, to talk about it in things that I create in the future or like, I don't know, just making it sort of like, like, this is a blanket statement. Like, this is, you know, a part of my story. Here you are. Um, kind of opening the doors for like, you know, talking about mental health more in the future and, you know, different things that I make. So yeah, that my goal was to kind of keep it a bit more concise and, you know, not, I, I also feel like with sharing things like experience with um, an eating disorder, it can be really tricky because mm -hmm. a lot, like a lot of, you know, if, if you share the wrong aspects, it can do more harm than good. You know, it can, in a lot of ways, people are attracted to like, like that, you know, destruction, which I can obviously relate to. So it, you have to be really careful about what you put out there and how graphic you want to be, how detailed you want to be and how much, you know, just keep in mind, like how you could be influencing someone in a negative way. Right. So that's another thing I want to be really mindful of. You know, to all our food guests that we have on the show, I usually ask like, if you have any dietary restrictions, do you? I don't No. Wow. I was vegan for, I think, I don't know probably like on and off for like a year when I was 12. <laughs> I'm like, that's about it. Vegan till you're 12. I don't think no, I just when I was 12, like, that, oh, okay. like around that year. Yeah. No. Cause I, I would have never known what vegan veganism was. No, time. that was like a, that was a huge thing. Like vegan was like the trend back then. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I was all up in the like Kalel, like freely the banana girl, like <laughs> oh, throwbacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, that internet, that internet. Yeah. When I when I was seeing your posts and like I see all these like all all your your meals and then it's also with a new drink that's just like come out in like the past like five years like say for instance like um like a kin like i saw like mm -hmm. a kid in your photos it's funny because like right now there's so many new drink brands and when you had that kin there like i was just thinking did i ever have any nice drinks back then and like <laughs> back then there was like moby's drink and like vitamin water and then like i still love vitamin water <laughs> i love vitamin water dude <laughs> And and there was this drink called Balls. It was like in like uh yeah, it was like in a blue glass bottle. The thing about all three of them is like they were all marketed to being like this is like healthy for you, but it had tons of sugar. Yeah. No, literally. Do you remember those like oh what were that the was it like the the Sonic drinks like the Neurosonic? Were you ever did you ever have those? I remember that being a thing, and they were in a bunch of like Lady Gaga music videos. What? I don't know those in vitamin water were like like the shit back then in like 2006 <laughs> no but i i did want to try the panera bread uh energy 
concoction. Wait, what? Do you know what they I'm talking a... about? Panera Bread has like a like an like an energy drink that like what? Yeah, that you didn't hear that like people oh. were dying from it. <laughs> like, I, no, it just like, I live under a rock. I live oh, completely God. under a rock. I will say so. No, but what? Yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was like their heart would just like explode because it's just like so much, so much, like it sugar was, like, and caffeine. Sugar, ca- tons of caffeine. It was yeah. like a Red Bull on steroids. But wow, yeah, no, that that was. I'm glad that you haven't tried it or you have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm yeah, sure. No. no, but I feel like, I don't know, like those drinks, like the kin and you know, all those, I don't really care about the drink. If I'm mm. being honest, I just think the can is really cute. And I like have, I have like this, I mean, you can't obviously see it on the podcast, but like mm. I have this shelf with a bunch of just different knickknacks and I have like the kin models and different like Coke cans that I've collected from other countries and stuff. Like, I just I love collecting stupid things that should be garbage <laughs> and putting them on that shelf. No, that's so, yeah. that's also that's really that's good. my motive. I love that was the thing. It's just like I don't think I, I mean I didn't grow up with I'm not trying to date myself by any means, but I didn't grow up <laughs> with like caring too much about social media and we didn't have I did like nice drinks or like good foods and stuff like that but i'm glad that like people now these days are um just storing their things or just like posting a bunch of things like you said about the whole fashion like people moving over from fashion putting like like food is now a thing i i i previously like oh is posting food like gonna die but no that's gonna live on forever yeah it'll i think you know the buzz around it will definitely die down but i don't know i feel like food has always been there like Mm -hmm. relevant on the internet in one way or another or in media in general in one way or another whether it's like cooking shows or like competitions or um you know like food magazines or whatever it might be so there will always be food will always be present because you know it's like a very present act aspect of human life right. it's so it, you might as well just like make it you know fun is there do you have like a finsta of like you posting like other things besides the food i have um like my old like my account that i've had forever my like mm-hmm. personal account um i don't really use it though i like for the longest time i like i deleted the instagram app off my phone like from like i want to say like 2019 mm-hmm. until like late 2021 when i moved like to new york for college i eventually just redownloaded it because i was like okay i'm not making any friends like in person because we're all wearing masks so Mm -hmm. like i have to have instagram to make friends um and yeah so that like but that account is more so just like a spammy visual diary type thing where i just keep like photos that i take out on the street um and I don't check it. I don't keep up with people, like, personal friends, which is why I say, like, I live under a rock. I'm awful about it. Like, I feel so bad. But it's, like, I, there's nothing There's nothing about, like, the social aspect of social media, that sort of thing. Like, Facebook had never really appealed to me, like, mm-hmm. keeping up with, you know, my friends. I'd rather just, like, text them and call them and stuff. We love a caller. Yeah. 
Oh, you know, I'm trying to make it more of a thing where like, instead of texting, just sending those like audio, like voice memo messages. Like, I think that's so much more fun than just texting. It, it takes a certain type of person to do voice messages. I love, <laughs> I, love supposed to mean? I love listening, but me, when I do it, I feel like I have to edit I wish I <laughs> like because I'd be saying some trifling stuff like, oh wait, no, I gotta start, I gotta start all over, I gotta start all over. I know, and you gotta be real careful if you don't hit, if you don't like swipe left to the X. Yeah, I know. Yeah, dude, like I feel, you know, I I want to do that more, but then if you don't save it, like it can disappear. You know what would be cool? Oh yeah, the like you have to like press the key thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it would be cool, if, like. Apple developed a way where you can record your voice into the phone and it translates kind of like Siri where it can read the text out in your voice, like personalized oh. to the other person. So you don't have to speak into the phone, but it like can do an AI thing and match your voice to the text. I don't know why I just thought of that. That that wouldn't that <laughs> it wouldn't be, be it wouldn't be that cool. It'd just be like <laughs> talking Tom, but still it'd be kind of cool. I love I hate texting and DMing. It's like my least favorite thing, but I'm a phone call person. Yeah. Amazing. I started becoming one of those people that like leaves things unread or I would just have like a number or whatever in the DMs. I I can't. I thought I was going to be that, that guy that would just read all of them now these days, but I, I try to like limit myself now. Mm -hmm. Are you... Do you think that you're on online too much? <sighs> answering questions. Inter interesting question. Oh, answer answering questions from people? Not really. <laughs> um, but in general, mm. on, like online too much, probably. But it, I don't know. It feels like it's a little different because it's not like I'm just online, like on my personal account, just or like like you know being you know brain dead on tiktok for hours and hours and hours it's it's more it's a little different because i'm coming at it from the lens of like creating and mm -hmm. you know being on that other side um keeping up with you know like what's what's happening in the space what i want to do what i want to you know how i want to improve how i want to you know expand so it's just a little different but yeah probably like a little too much do you I, ever... I am a bit of like a workaholic do you do you ever get like people asking like yo i have a hot date on friday like where should i go <laughs> <laughs> I, no not for a date i because god i would not know where to take someone for a date but i do get a lot of questions of like like recommendations or uh, that's why i started doing those like um, like story highlights of mm -hmm. restaurants i go out to so i can just like say like oh look at the city and like i have you know restaurants documented but um that's great. But some people just like like ask for recommendations for like making planning a trip to New York and stuff uh, like that, like the must go to spot. Well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Dasar Wear Mini Hat Solutions. Do you think that you would come up with a guide, like a small mini guide, or for you, right? Like what? Now I'm asking, like, where would you take your friends or like a date out? Like, what's your top five? in the city of like cool. can be like restaurants cafes oh that's a big question i don't know i feel like 
one of my favorites it's it's kind of like chuggy if people still use that word but mm -hmm. you know bond street the sushi restaurant yeah i love bond street it's not like the sushi is whatever but i literally go there i have gone there on multiple occasions just to get the dessert they have these um like banana like these like deep fried banana dumplings with like a chocolate Ooh. sauce and everything about fried banana is like oh my god don't even get me like fried banana ice cream banana desserts are my favorite desserts so that i have gone there on multiple occasions just for that dessert um i would say one of the most like the best uh splurge restaurants would be like Takeda Omakase, Upper West Side. I went there. I, I filmed um, the night I went there with my sister. It was a really nice dinner. Um, and then, you know, there's some, some you know, upper scale Michelin restaurants that are kind of like, you know, once in a lifetime experiences. But I have honestly, like equally as much fun going down to Chinatown, just like with no plan and finding, you know, a hole in the wall. With Do, your friend... in my pocket. Do your friends like... When they hang out with you, they just like leave you up to picking the spots. For the most part, yeah, they 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 take my word for it. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I feel like though it's it. I I see it more so with my like when my family's in town because like if I let them choose a restaurant, I know I'm in for a bad time because they just <laughs> choose like the first one that they see, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Especially not when you're like that close to Times Square. It's just like a Oof. rescue for a disaster. Yeah. I have to be up to the planning or else I'm going to have a bad time. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Shout out, mom. We, yeah. is your Google Maps like just stars beyond stars? What does that mean? I, I have like, oh, I am so filtered out of Google Maps. I hate Google Maps. So really? For, for walking instructions, it is the worst. I'm Team Apple. Oh, your team Apple, Apple Maps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you don't have any like you don't have any um like recs like saved or anything like that. It's all mes muscle memory. Yeah, pretty much. Whoa. I do. I do have some things that I like immediately throw out though. Like if people ask like, "What's the best bagel?" I'll say like, mm. "Like best sandwich." Go to probably. Oh wait, what would I say for the best sandwich? I would say like Tompkins Square bagels is oh, really they're great. I think I'm going to go there later today, actually, because I'm you walking out of the farmer's market. Yeah. Where is a place you like to go to hang your hat? Whereas, like, is there a coffee shop you like to go to in the city? Or, like, is there a special place or, like, a park that you like to get all your ideas? Or yeah, you need a, a I... place to take a break from the internet? Typically, when the, like, when the weather accommodates such an idea i'll go up to the park i'm really close to central park so I'll, I'll i'll go hang out in the park and just kind of wander around i really love it's boring a boring answer but i love starting, like going on campus and working there like just working in like the art department of my school was really cool there were a couple of cafes that i like especially over the summer that i would go hang around where they have like couches and stuff but I eventually got banned from them because I would just go in and not buy anything and like use their Wi-Fi to edit videos. So, <laughs> so I had to cut that off. But if I'm just looking for, you know, like a reason to get out of the house, I'll, I'll 
you know, plan myself a little date night. I'll take myself out to dinner and just have a solo night, which I've really come to love. I love going out on my own just to a restaurant by myself. I think it's so much fun. So that's, you know, I do that a lot. I'll go down to the village. I have a couple of things. Oh, that's so good. I love solo date nights. It's yeah. my favorite. They are the best. Jerry, if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? <laughs> oh, dear. It's funny. That's It's part of the show. It's not like a random question that I throw yeah. out. It's kind of funny. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, let me think. Oh, okay, I know. For the longest time, I, like, had planned. I didn't end up, like, my high school didn't end up doing it. But for the longest time, I really wanted to be my, like, senior yearbook quote. Um, this like tweet from Paris Hilton from a long time ago where she tweeted um, like never never let anyone treat you like a yellow starburst you are a pink starburst with the like emoji and I think I for some reason it just I when I first saw that tweet I laughed for like 30 minutes straight it was so funny because it was just like that caption with her posing in front of a wall I don't know she follows me on Instagram by the way I don't know Wait, like she follows, she follows me on my like personal account and she did before I like started making food content which i thought was hilarious she followed me out of nowhere because i i think i tagged her in a story because i was like watching the simple life or something and she followed me um and like like two thousand i want to say like 2016 17 and like we ended up actually like dming this sounds like complete bullshit i'm not making it up but like like we like dm'd for a little bit and i was just like what is going on why is she talking to me <laughs> it was the weirdest thing but yeah anyway i if i were to get a, a chest tattoo it would be Never let anyone treat you like a yellow starburst. You were a pink starburst. Whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. And the pink starburst is great. I mean, I'm a red guy, but pink is... I'm actually... I'm like... There's an orange starburst, right? I'm not there making is. that up. I don't okay, I would be that. I haven't had starburst in forever, though. <laughs> Did you ever meet Sorry. out with Paris? Oh my no. God, starburst is so good. I love that she... I don't know. Do you still talk to her to this day? It's kind of the yeah. only reason why one of um, I'm just going to put my friend on blast. He's friend. against the show. Like he went friend Denzel. He was on a date and like this chick asked him about like a secret. And he's like, I don't have any secrets. I tell all my secrets are out there. Like I'll tell you whatever you need to know. But then he's like in the back of his mind. He's like, wait, actually Drake follows me. <laughs> I was just like, that's like <laughs> that's an interesting secret to have. But you you never met up with Paris. No, I didn't. I we DM'd like on a couple different occasions though, which I think is just like really funny. Like I I think I like and like a couple months after she followed me, I I DM'd her just to see what would happen. I was like, Happy Thanksgiving. And she responded, like, happy Thanksgiving to you, too, on that day. And I was like, <laughs> like, what is she doing? Just, like, DMing a nobody on Instagram. Like, doesn't she have better shit to do? I don't know. No way. It was, it was just, like, funny, though. Has anyone notable have hit you up about your your food postings or anything like that? I know it's a new year. Lots of things can know. happen. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a couple big names like like a couple of my posts, especially like the soup ones that just for some reason hit the algorithm so hard. Um, but no, no one's like hit me up. Well, that's all about the change. 
<laughs> I'm about to I'm about to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> Jay, uh plug your socials. Where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Jeremiah. You can find me on I am starting a YouTube venture, so you can find me on YouTube at Jeremiah as well. And that's kind of all I mean, all that matters. I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok. Like I just kind of post the same stuff I post on Instagram and just wait for someone to see it so instagram and youtube you can find me there at jer umaya that's amazing and i'll definitely follow your youtube adventures i'm 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 sure it's gonna be so good i'm excited well thank you so (laughs) much jer for coming on wear many hats it was great to have you thank you for having me this was so much fun till next time this is wear many hats presented by dasar and i'm rashad peace